Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the four game NFL main slate on Saturday. If you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. Also making videos for NBA Top Shot. If you guys haven't seen, go check out my NBA Top Shot video. Give you an update, uh, tell, telling you guys how I'm um, diversifying my Top Shot portfolio. Talking about the WNBA packs. A lot of good stuff in there, so make sure to check that out. Also the big purchase. Uh, 230 or $230,000 um, purchase from me at Top Shot. So yeah, I covered all those things if that is something that interests you. If you guys are unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. Link down below, it's called the DK DFS Show. If you have an extra minute or two out of your day, if you could leave a five-star rating and review, that would really help me out, guys. It goes a long way because every single rating review boosts me up in those Apple Podcast rankings. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, well, after that, on Patreon.com, a few different packages, NFL package, obviously covering preseason, every single slate, showdown slates, early slates, all that good stuff, esports package that includes Call of Duty and CSGO, and an NBA package coming up in about a month. Preseason starts in about a month, so super, super excited about that. And finally, I do want to thank the presenting sponsor of this show, Prize Picks. So, if you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks, a few different ways you can play. Uh, and again, it's great. They have preseason contests. I love it. Uh, first way is you take over under on fancy points. So prize picks post players and the projected fancy score. And again, you either take the over the under or single stat. So if you would rather go to rushing yards, passing yards, receiving yards, they have that as well. Again, every single sport you can think of too. You can mix and match sports. So if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up using the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You'll get a 100% match up to $100. The play I gave out. Yesterday was the under and PG Walker. That was a nice hit. So hopefully you guys um, went with that. And let's talk about a few that I like here. So scroll down a bit because they do have a ton posted for tomorrow. But we have starters expected to play a half for Tampa Bay, possibly more. So Keyshawn Vaughn at 7.1. Not sure that makes a ton of sense. So I think I like the under on Keyshawn Vaughn. Right, maybe he only gets about a quarter or so. If starters are going to play into the second half, that means Keyshawn Vaughn's at most what going to play a quarter, quarter and a half or so. So I think I like the under there actually on Keyshawn Vaughn. And then going down to the Rams, I like the over on two two at twelve. They basically ran three wide receivers out there the entire game, and it's looking like they're going to do that again. So. Um, that's where I'm at right now for this one for prize picks. So again, if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up using the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. Get a 100% match up to $100. You deposit using my code, you will get a free $100 to play with. And all right, let's get into this video. Before we get into uh, the player-by-player player breakdown, we've got to look back at my lineup here from tonight's slate. So... Um, if you guys just started watching my content recently, you probably haven't seen any real tilting, but um, that's because we, we've been doing very well tonight. <sighs> got a vent, got a tilt for a couple minutes here. I am, uh, yeah, very, very not happy right now. So let's go over my lineup. Uh, Mahomes, Benny Snell, LeMay, Hardman, Pringle, uh, Patman, Gray, McKinnon, and, and the Colts D. So, uh, first Mahomes, again, I was shocked he was 10% owned. Um, there was, he was going to play anywhere from a couple drives to a full half. It's Patrick Mahomes. So, he had two scoring drives in that time, went for 12 fancy points. So this is the second best quarterback play on the slate. Where I am to, very tilted here are the running backs. So, low-owned Benny Snell. We get news after I make my video, and not 
like basically no one picked up on this. Any other content providers? No one was really talking about Benny Snell. We got news. Benny Snell is going to be the bell cow back for this game. He was going to be upwards of 15 carries. And he played as the only running back for almost three full quarters of that game. And the Steelers can't move the ball. Dwayne Haskins and Benny Snell. Really? Like, imagine if the Steelers just get in the red zone once or twice. Benny Snell was the only running back playing for three quarters. Now, uh, you know, a similar running back, Chubba Hubbard, was like 90% out. Uh, don't get me wrong. I liked Chubba Hubbard. He was definitely one of my favorite running back plays. But he played, what, less than a half? And he was 90%? And you have Benny Snell that played basically three full quarters as the only back. And he goes for four fancy points because the Steelers can't move the ball. So, uh, in the words of Jesse, downside of me, the Benny Snell faders go unpunished. I am very tilted about that because Snell was, uh, should not have been loaned. He was the top running back player in the play. A lot of people missed that, and they got bailed out because of it. Uh, and then Benny LeMay here for the Colts. 8% was lower on in some other tournaments. And Deion Jackson vultures both touchdowns. Very happy for him and his family. I'll tell you that. Very happy for Deion Jackson. Oh, yeah, but um, Colts and Landry and Max playing. Wilkins, LeMay, and Deion Jackson. LeMay and Deion Jackson getting all the work in the second half, splitting carries, and both touchdowns go to Deion Jackson. Sometimes DFS just wants to make you pull your hair out. So just got hit with the bad variance. Benny Snell, Benny LeMay. Um, both pennies underperformed. Uh, and then, yeah, the rest of my lineup. So I didn't want to go crazy my Chiefs exposure. So um, I went with Hardman and Pringle. It was Tyreek Hill that caught the touchdown. So it would have been nice if it could have been Hardman or Pringle. Uh, Pat Manning, we know those Colts receivers are going to play a lot. Noah Gray was one of the better time plays in the slaves. Either him, like I was just considering. And then McKinnon. So the last spot is either going to uh, Gainwell for the Eagles or one of those Chiefs backs. And I went to McKinnon. He was actually the worst of the three. So just a forgettable night for me. Uh, tilting night for sure. But DFS can be very, it's a very tilting game at times. So that's it for the luck back, guys. Hope you had a better night than myself. And let's move on to this slate. So let's go over these Vegas odds before we get into the player by player breakdown. So Bucks and Texans to 37 over under. The Bucks four point favorites. Rams and Broncos to 33 and a half over under. Broncos eight and a half point favorites. And Chargers, Seahawks 35 over under. Seahawks five and a half point favorites. All right, so we'll start off with the Bears. We'll start with the quarterback position. So Andy Dalton not going to play. Justin Fields going to play about a half. Said so he's going to start and likely play two quarters. So yeah, Justin Fields is playable, right? He, he's got rushing upside, probably plays close to a half, definitely makes him in play. Now, we'll talk about a couple of the quarterbacks that probably look a little bit better in this main slate, but yeah, Fields, definitely viable. Now, at the running back position, Cohen's out. I would guess Montgomery doesn't play in this game, but we'll have to monitor that for sure. He didn't play in the last game. So that means the Bears are a little bit thin at running back, right? They have Williams, they have Herbert, they have Artavis Pierce. Well, the guy that I probably like the best is uh, Cleo Herbert, their rookie. Only had three carries last game, did have a touchdown, had one catch as well. Um, yeah, it's just because there, there's not a lot of bodies in the Bears' backfield. So you can also make the, the argument for Damian Williams. He started last game. So, like, yeah, Williams, Cleo Herbert, I like think both firmly in play here for the Bears. 
At the wide receiver position, so I'll mention uh, Rodney Adams. He's played really well so far in the first two preseason games. He's got a good connection with Justin Fields. Now, I think he's going to be popular. Might be a little bit over-owned. But yeah, Rodney Adams has definitely been impressing. I think he is certainly in play. And then probably look to guys, you know, fighting for a roster spot, like a Riley Ridley, I think he can make the argument for. But there's a lot of good other wide receiver plays that we'll get to. At the tight end position, I'll mention, I'll mention Jesse James. He had four catches last week. Uh, he's been involved a decent amount so far in the preseason. Cole Komet, uh, Jimmy Graham not getting a lot of work. So, yeah, Jesse James, I think, is viable. All right, let's move on to the Tennessee side. So, Tennessee right now, a lot of guys in the COVID list. Ryan Tannehill is one of them. So, it's going to be Logan Woodside and Matt Barkley going to split play action. But, eh, I don't know if I want to go to either. At the running back position, so we'll keep an eye on this. Derrick Henry may see snaps during the preseason finale. Mike Vrabel's kind of a little bit undecided. So we'll see about some of these starters for the Titans. We don't know for sure. Um, now, if they do end up resting their main guys, then there's a couple options here. Um, probably Sargent being the guy that will look the best. Uh, he rushed for 16 times for 78 yards last week. Uh, he's been pretty good so far in the preseason. So if the starters do end up resting, I think Sargent becomes a good play. So yeah, keep an eye on that one. At the wide receiver position for the Titans, again, if the starters are going to play a bit more, then sure, you can make the argument for guys like A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. We will see. If not, you want to target more of the guys on the roster bubble. And at tight end, there's not much here for tight end for Tennessee. All right, let's move on to Tampa Bay. So let's go over this news for Tampa Bay. Uh, where are we at? Where are we at for Tampa Bay? Sorry, I got a lot of taps here. All right, so <clears throat> Tampa Bay. Bucks had out all their starters against Tennessee, blah, blah, blah. Bruce Arians told the media this week he expects his starters to play the first half and perhaps more if, the, if he isn't satisfied with the performance of the first two quarters. So pretty big news. Now Tom Brady in about a half or so, I think that makes him in play. Is he the best quarterback play in the slate? No. I think, I think there's a couple other guys that look a little bit better. But yeah, over a half of Tom Brady, I think that's in play. And they're going up against the Houston Texans who – one of the worst, if not the worst, uh, teams right now in the NFL. All right, so moving on to running back. Again, Keyshawn Vaughn has just been their bell cow back in the preseason, but he hasn't really done much with it. Like, he's really been the only guy getting carries. Again, not doing much, though. So with the starters expected to play more, Keyshawn Vaughn doesn't look as good. Now, can you make the argument for, like, a Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette? Yeah. But the issue is they have three kind of main backs. Jones, Fournette, going to split the early down work. They have Giovanni Bernard as the third down back. So it's kind of like, eh, I don't know if there's one standout play here for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Now, at the wide receiver position, I'm good going to the starters, right? They're going to play at least a half. So Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, even Antonio Brown, I'm good with all three of those guys. I want to target the main guys here for Tampa Bay because starters are going to play at least a half. I don't really want to look to the backups. And at the tight end position... Again, we have, we have preseason goat Tanner Hudson. He'll probably get work in the second half. He's obviously viable. Gronk and O.J. Howard, if I had to go to one, I'd rather go to O.J. Howard just because Gronk, very old right now, and it's like, like, does he play the full half? I'm not convinced about that. Okay, let's move on to the Texans. So Texans, uh, let's see. Where, sorry, I got a lot of uh, a lot of tabs here. So um, Texans, okay, since starters for both teams are expected to play at least the entire first half. So we know Texans starters should get some decent work. Tyrod Taylor, 
Yeah, I guess. I guess he's got a little bit of rushing upside, but I'm not really looking to it. The running back position, oh, this is so gross. I just want to puke looking at this backfield. Can you get a worse backfield than this? Philip, a combination, a three-headed monster of Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, and David Johnson. Oh. Imagine drafting any Texan running back in fantasy football this year. Could never be me. Oh, I am staying away from this backfield of Lindsey Ingram, David Johnson. They have Burkhead in there too. I just, no, I'm not going here. At the wide receiver position, with starters expected to play at least a half, yeah, Brandon Cook's going to be the number one wide receiver. Uh, he had two catches last week. I think he's actually a pretty solid play. Um, Conley, Kiki Cutie, also viable. Kiki Cutie more in the slot, but Cook's going to be the main guy there. And at tight end, Atkins is another guy that I think you make the argument for. You know, he was the number one tight end last year. He's not the best pass-catching tight end, but uh, with, with starters about to play at least a half, I think uh, he is viable. All right, now we get uh, into some interesting stuff here, the, the L.A. Rams. So Stafford, we knew that quote from Sean McVay, not going to play uh, in the preseason. Wolford, also not expected to play. That leaves Bryce Perkins. Is expected to start and play the entire game. So, Bryce Perkins obviously looks like one of the best quarterback plays on the slate. One, he's going to play the entire game. Two, he's got rushing upside. Yeah, I don't think we have to spend a lot of time here. Really like Bryce Perkins. Now, at the running back position, we know Henderson's banged up. Akers out, obviously. Uh, Sonny Michelle recently signed. We'll see how if he gets any work in this game. There's a chance he doesn't play. Then you have the combination of Jones, Funk, and Adder Anderson, who have been kind of let down so far in the preseason. But if there's only three backs, then yes, they're viable. But really, we're going to look to here is the wide receiver. And this is where he made some big money last week because the Rams wide receivers, for some reason, were super low owned. I don't know why. We had Koski at like 10%. Two to a twelve, like five percent, like none of these guys roamed, and we knew the Rams in general. We know Sean McVay doesn't play his starters, so Woods, Cup, Van Jefferson, Deshaun Jackson, they're not going to play. Well, Jacob Harris, he's a tight end, sure, he's viable, he's going to play, but he's a tight end. Two to a twelve was a little bit banged up. He did get a little bit banged up last game. Fully expect him to play. He played almost the entire game last game. Tristan Jackson didn't play last game. Monitor this, and then we have Koski who literally played all but one snap last game, and Akers, who played a ton and had, what, like six, seven targets. So a lot to like here for the Rams. They're probably going to only play four, maybe five receivers at most. So we know the quarterbacks can play the entire game. We know the thinner running back. We know the thinner wide receiver. Really like these Rams guys. And moving on to the tight end position. So don't expect Higby or Munt. I think Bryson Hopkins is fine. Um, again, to me, him and Jacob Harris are going to be out there a decent amount. So, um, yeah, I think he, he's certainly in play at the tight end position. <clears throat> All right, moving on to Denver. So right now we know the starters are going to play, but how much they play is a little bit up in the air right now. So Bridgewater going to start. They also have Locke and Ripon. I'm going to stay away from the quarterbacks here for, from Denver. At running back, um, again, Melvin Gordon is expected to play. We'll see how, how much he does. If we get confirmation that, you know, starters are going to play about a half, then Melvin Gordon actually become, you know, one of the better running back plays in the slate. So this is another one we'll have to monitor. Um, you know, in the previous games with starters being limited, Royce Freeman's actually been pretty solid. 
So uh, he's someone I think you could look to kind of in the second half. At wide receiver, there's one guy that stands out to me. That's Jerry Judy. I think he's going to have a big year this year. Um, you know, like him with, with Teddy Bridgewater playing quarterback. And we'll see. Again, monitor the news here for the Broncos. Hopefully we get some sort of confirmation. But if we get news that they're going to play close to half, I like me some Jerry Judy. So, again, situation to monitor. All right, let's finish up here with the Chargers and the Seahawks. So what we know about the Chargers, starters are not going to play. We already know the main guys are going to be out. So it's going to be Chase Daniel, Easton Stick. Mm, I think there's better options at quarterback, right? Am I going to play one of these guys over a Tom Brady who's going to play over a half or Justin Fields with rushing upside is going to play half or a, um, a Bryce Perkins is going to play the entire game? Not going to do that. A running back, Eckler not going to play. Justin Jackson banged up. Gabe Neighbors banged up. They're thin. They only have three backs possibly. Josh Kelly, Bradwell, Roundtree. Now what we know with the Chargers is they like going to their running back out of the backfield. So I think all three firmly in play. Josh Kelly probably starts, but again, you're going to get some Bradwell. You're going to get some Roundtree as well. All three running backs I think are safer options on this slate. At the wide receiver position, another one where they could be pretty thin, kind of like the Rams. So I think a lot of people are going to go to the Rams, but don't rule out these Chargers wide receivers either. So Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, they're not going to play. Guyton banged up. Reed banged up. K.J. Hale banged up. Jason Moore banged up. That leaves Palmer, Ty Johnson, Hurst, and newly signed Bandy. They might only have four receivers here. So this is another situation where Chargers receivers look pretty good. Even though they're not going to be playing with a main quarterback, um, yeah, Josh Palmer, Tyrone Johnson, who played a lot of that game last game. Uh, and then, yeah, Hurst. And if you want to go to newly signed Bandy, that's fine. We'll monitor the situation with some of these other banged up wide receivers. But they could be pretty thin. At the tight end position, don't expect Cook. Parm was banged up last game. He didn't play. Like, Steven Anderson probably starts. But, like, yeah, he's just not the best pass-catching tight end. So, I don't know if I'm going to go to any Chargers tight end. Now, let's finish up with the Seahawks. So, um, folks in the Seahawks preseason game is going to be one of the backups, even though the starters are going to play. We don't know how much they're going to play exactly in this game. So, keep an eye on this. Um, but yeah, right now, I'm probably going to stay away from the Seahawks starters unless we have confirmation they're going to play a lot. At the running back position, they have a lot of guys in this team. I'm probably going to pass right now. If we get news that the starters are going to play close to half, then yeah, Carson becomes playable, but not much I love there. At the wide receiver position, also they have a lot of guys in this roster. Um, monitor the news, but like DK Metcalf, possibly, if we get news that uh, starters are going to play a little bit more. And tight end position, is not much here for the Seahawks. So um, there's a few teams that we definitely know what's going on in this four-game slate. A few teams that's a little bit up in the air. So it's very important, obviously, to keep an eye on news. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Twitter is your best friend. If you're ever curious, curious about a player, just Twitter search their name, right? You will get news. Just go to latest, Twitter search their name. Best way to research for the preseason. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for the video today, guys. If you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate it. Leave a like button on the video. Subscribe if you haven't already. And hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos and you know when I go live. I'll be doing a general Q&A live stream tomorrow. So make sure to check that one out, guys. Thanks again. Have a great night. And I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.